Hello, hello, my friends. Steph Crowder here. Welcome to the Courage and Clarity podcast. This is the show where we help you figure out how to build and balance the head and heart of entrepreneurship. We are a bunch of people who are out here trying to earn a living doing something we love. Many of us are not just trying, we're doing it or we're on the path to doing it. We are creating our impact in the world. We are taking our expertise, taking the things that we have come to learn in this world and distilling it down into actionable curriculum and programs and packages for the people that we want to help, students and clients. And we're doing it all over the world. We're doing it across across all different industries. And best of all, we are doing it in a way that allows us to live the life that we want to live, calling our own shots, building a life that we're proud of, getting to live from our values, and just enjoy the time that we've got here on this planet. It's a beautiful thing. And I'm so honored and excited that you are spending some time with me today. Super grateful for you. And I'm really excited to get into today's episode. Today's episode is called, Shouldn't This Feel Easier? Like, shouldn't this feel easier? Like, this whole business building thing, like, if it's hard, isn't that a sign that it's that it's not right, that, I, that something's wrong, that I'm not doing it the way that I should be doing it? Like, shouldn't it be easy? Mm. <laughs> Such a good topic. This is a question that has been inspired by conversations conversations with my clients, as so many of my podcasts are inspired by. And I think it's going to be an amazing discussion. And I'm super excited to dive in to this question. Before I do, today's episode is brought to you by the Messy Middle Mastermind. This is my signature six-month deep dive immersive program for business owners who are ready to sell out their offers, grow with intention, and make rapid progress in six months. I love getting to work with my clients in the messy middle. Together, I help them figure out how to attract the right eyeballs for their offers. We figure out what their perfect fit product is, whether that's a group program, a one-on-one package, a course, a product of another kind, and everything in between. And then we sharpen our sales skills. Just this week with my clients, we talked about what I call good sales hygiene. And I'm really in the trenches with my clients. We are talking about on a granular level, how do we get people to buy from us? What do we say? What are the words? I give my clients email templates. I help them overcome objections. My brain, my eyeballs on their business, helping them create customers with their expertise. It is an amazing program and the last round of Messy Middle sold out. I expect the next one will sell out too. We're closed for enrollment right now, but we will be opening again before you know it. And the folks who are on my wait list are going to get the first opportunity to grab one of the spots with me. Spots are very limited because this is a very hands-on program. It is me, like I said, in the weeds with my client clients, helping them you know, figure out all of the bits and bobs that need to go into a business that works for them. And so if you go to stephcrowder.com slash mastermind, that is where you can pop yourself on the wait list. When we open up again for enrollment, I'll be reaching out to my wait list first, get, giving them the opportunity to jump on a mini coaching call with me, a quick call to figure out, does it make sense? Are we a good fit? Am I a good fit for you? Are you a good fit for the space? And we will figure out if it's the right move for you. So again, that's stephcrowder.com slash 
Mastermind. And just to share a quick win from this week in the messy middle, here is a win from one of my clients. In the messy middle, I give the whole process that I call my buzz blitz. It's a it's a process that helps you build hype and excitement and community on warp speed, basically. And I give my clients a bunch of emails. It's actually 10 weeks worth of emails to help them pull off a buzz blitz. It includes doing a challenge and ultimately launching a program. And one of my clients this week said, I sent out the first buzz blitz email last night and I already have four people on the wait list. I'm honestly just so shocked because I've launched to most of these people before. I feel like there must be some magic in these emails, Steph. And there totally is. So once again, stephcrowder.com slash mastermind. Jump on that wait list. Let's get into today's episode. Shouldn't this be easier? Shouldn't this feel easier? So to give some context on where, where this question comes from, I've been thinking about this one a lot. I was having a conversation with one of my clients, but truth be told, this is not just the one client. This is a question that kind of comes up quite a bit. And, you know, in this conversation that I was having, we were talking about the feelings that all of us have encountered and will encounter as captains of our own ships. There will be days where you're just you're just tired. You're just worn out. Maybe you're wearing different hats. You probably are wearing different hats. Um, you might be business owner, uh, but you are probably also a lot of other things. Maybe you have a full-time job and this is your side hustle. Maybe you're a freelancer and you're piecing things together. Maybe you're a parent. Whatever you've got going on, you could be a student. It can be really challenging to juggle. And one of the most amazing things I think about building a business, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, is this is one of the things I love most about it, but I also think is the most challenging, is you have to evolve. You will have to evolve in order to be successful. You as a person. To get to the next level, every time you reach kind of the top of the level you're at and it's time to re, re like evolve essentially, there is reinvention that happens on the personal individual level. As we grow our businesses, we grow ourselves. And that is an incredible thing. I think becoming an entrepreneur is the best thing that I've ever done for my individual self, for my identity, and for my own personal growth. And that's because many of us are solopreneurs, right? So it's just us or maybe us and a very small team. But at the end of the day, it's your ship that you're steering. And quite honestly, nobody cares if you quit or stay the course. And I don't mean that in a harsh way. What I mean is that you don't have to do this. You don't have, for most of us, we don't have to be doing this. You could get a different job. You could be maybe, you know, relying on one income in your family if you have a spouse. Like there's a, maybe, maybe you are at a point in your life where you have retirement. You don't need to be working. So many of us don't actually have to be on this path. And it's a path we've chosen. Or in fact, maybe many of us feel like the path chose us. It can be hard to discern. Sometimes I feel like this path just keeps choosing me. And these thoughts that I have today about this question of shouldn't this feel easier, this answer that I have today is likely going to feel different than answers I've given in the past. For those of you who've been with me for years, you might be like, hmm, this doesn't really sound like the way Steph would have answered this question a few years ago. And I want to say you are absolutely correct. 
I really do feel that I've updated my thoughts and viewpoints on this question. So years ago, I used to really gravitate to the idea that we should let it be easy. That was something I used to say a lot is let it be easy. Like let it feel easy. Let business feel easy. If it doesn't feel easy, it's not right for you. And there are certain aspects of the, of what I of that thought that I would say and that I really did feel and it really rang true for me at the time. There are aspects of it that I still think are valid today. I think what that really means is I, I still don't believe in pushing, like beating your head against the same wall when things aren't working. I'm still a big believer that the best, many times the best ideas, the most creative ideas come from rest and play and white space. And I think that if we are waiting till some magical day in the future to live the life of our dreams, we're really doing ourselves a disservice because goodness knows all we have is the present moment. And I think however, like whatever we dream of for the future, we need to be asking ourselves, why can't I feel that today? If I want to feel peace, if I want to feel abundance, like what can I do today to align myself with that future vision and allowing the future vision of ourselves to pull us into that picture is the most powerful thing we can do. And so if we're going against the grain, if we're fighting an uphill battle, if we're fighting ourselves and kind of reminds me of like, you know, you see a trapped animal animal or something that is just like using all of its dwindling energy to fight against a trap and ultimately going to exhaust itself and perish. That is certainly something that we want to avoid. And I still also believe that when we think about ease, I think that's maybe the thought that's crystallizing for me is there's a maybe there's a difference between ease and easy. Okay. Ease can be synonymous with flow and with listening and being open and being curious and allowing allowing things to unfold instead of forcing things all the time. Okay. You can be in a state of ease and still be working your butt off. Like you can still choose flow and ease and not grasp it so tightly and be super disciplined and be getting up early and be putting the phone down so you're not on social media and being laser focused. Like both of those things can be true. And I think this is the nuance that I want to speak to today because easy is a whole different ballgame. Okay. Easy is about like if we think about what feels easy in other areas of our life, like a light walk, okay, like a light, gentle walk, there is a hundred percent a place in our lives for easy. Like I love a good, gentle walk as much as the next person. But is a nice, gentle walk like there's many benefits of a nice, gentle, easy walk. It's great for the mental health. It's great for many things, you know, metabolic health. We could get talk about blood flow. We could talk about sleep and circadian rhythm and, you know, getting the sun on your eyeballs. So many good things. But if I'm trying to get stronger, if I'm trying to build muscle, a gentle, easy, flat walk, you could walk. I mean, you could walk for miles and miles. You're not necessarily going to build muscle. When you go into the gym and you pick up heavy weights, it's not easy. 
In fact, there's a lot of resistance involved. And so I wonder if we can think of things in the context of resistance that is healthy, good resistance, like friction, that is actually growing us and building us and making us better, even though it doesn't feel easy. So make no mistake, ease and easy are not the same thing. And I, I think I spent many years confusing the two. For a while, I believed if it wasn't feeling easy, if it wasn't all coming to me, like just falling into my lap, that maybe I was on the wrong path. And in fact, this is the whole entire reason I ended up taking a pause on my business and going to work some, for someone else for a while, which, as I've said in previous podcasts, is never a decision that I regret. It was a great decision. It was a wonderful experience. And I came back stronger than ever, but it didn't fix my problems. Walking away from my business didn't fix any of my problems. It didn't make the things that felt hard any easier because those were all things that I had to tackle and I had to get in the gym and lift the weights. So believing that if it's not easy, that it must be wrong for you, I absolutely disagree with. And here's why. As I said at the beginning of this podcast episode, Building a business is one of the most personally challenging things that you will do because it will require you when you show up every day and you're putting yourself out there repeatedly. We've talked before on this podcast about how the tribal, instinctual, ancient part of us is not a fan of putting ourselves out there and separating ourselves, you know, metaphorically speaking, from the pack. Not everybody's out here trying to build a business, getting on our little pulpit and being so visible. It can be super uncomfortable. And there's so many ancient parts of us that are screaming, get back in the cave. What are you doing? Like there's saber-toothed tigers out here, right? And so that's the part that's going to, to push us to evolve and to heal and to face up to the things that we need to face in order to be the steward of the business that we dream about. The business that you dream about you're not going to be the same person when you're in charge of that business. You're just going to change and grow and evolve so many times. That's going to be uncomfortable, my friends. You are signing yourself up for discomfort. I want you to know that. I want you to know that you are signing yourself up for discomfort. It is going to get uncomfortable. And that's because you're going to be pushing your own individual capacity for what you believe about yourself. You're going to do things. I see this in my clients every day. You're going to do things that you never thought you could do. I have clients right now who are doing things in their business. They're literally saying to me, I cannot believe I'm doing this. I cannot believe I'm hosting a Facebook or a, a, a challenge with a Facebook group. I cannot believe I just did a five-day challenge. I cannot believe I just charged for a group program. I cannot believe I'm working with 10 people right now. I cannot believe that, right? And let me make no mistake, these clients were so uncomfortable <laughs> pushing through discomfort. Having fun, yes. Being in flow, sure. But uncomfortable, absolutely. And that's because you are pushing outside of that upper limit of what you believe is possible for yourself. My friends, it is going to get uncomfortable. The terrain is going to become treacherous. You're not sure if you're going to make it. That's all part of it. And some of you listening to this right now might be thinking, Steph, I liked your other opinion on this. Like, I liked it when you said, let it be easy, let it be fun all the time. I, I preferred that. I don't like this updated perspective. My answer to that would be, of course, you liked that better. Of course. 
Of course, your brain and my brain and all of our brains love, would love nothing more than to achieve our wildest dreams while never being uncomfortable. Like that would be awesome. <laughs> wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be so cool if everything that you've ever dreamed of, being a seven-figure earner, being a New York Times bestselling published author, if it could all feel easy the whole time? Yeah, that'd be great. But it's just not reality. It's not. And you know what? I think we think it would be great, but I don't think it would be great because without pushing that upper limit, without expanding our own capacity, you never learn what you're truly capable of. You don't leave any room to surprise yourself, to be surprised by yourself, to be surprised by your own grit and by your own voice and by your own determination. You'll listen to yourself back on a podcast or you'll watch a replay of a webinar that you did and you'll say, that was me? Like, I can't, I did that. I did that. And that feeling comes from being on ground and territory and heights that you didn't think were possible for you. And those are not the places of easy. That's not where the muscle is made in the land of easy. Now, I want to say I think it's really important to distinguish discomfort from exhaustion. Okay, these are two different things. There are moments in my business, and I can spot it in my clients too, where I have to ask myself, are they experiencing discomfort? And if so, we're going to keep going. Or are they exhausted? Are they at risk of burnout? Do they need to take a break? Right? And this is where we've talked before about learn to rest, not to quit. Embracing discomfort doesn't mean that you work yourself into the ground. Embracing discomfort doesn't mean that you beat yourself up if you don't work another hour and you get up at 5 a.m. and you burn out your adrenals and you stop drinking water. Like that's not discomfort. Okay, that is recklessness. I am talking about you can experience discomfort and, you know, push yourself to evolve and challenge yourself while also practicing radical self-care, right? We are not experiencing new levels of discomfort while like not taking the time to get dressed and make the bed and make our coffee and enjoy life and stop and smell the roses. Yes, we're doing all of the above. And so we have to start to be able to distinguish exhaustion from discomfort, okay? Exhaustion feels, we, I think we all know what exhaustion feels like. It's like you just you just feel like I need a moment to catch my breath. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed and I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling like I'm bringing my best to the table. Okay. Take a break. Get some water. This is mile 12, honey. Mile 12 of 24. Nobody said you couldn't take a water break, but I did say you're not walking off the course. Let's get back in the race. Let's have a goo pack and keep going. Discomfort, to keep up with the analogy here, you're going to run a marathon, you're going to experience discomfort. Okay. I think most people, I don't know, I haven't run a marathon. You guys can tell me, but I'm pretty sure there's, you're signing yourself up for some discomfort. I don't think most people sign up for a marathon and think it's got to be easy the whole time. It's got to be easy the whole time or else I'm not in it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Can you still be in flow in your training? Can you still work with your body instead of fighting your body? Absolutely. Can we pour into our body? Can we do things to optimize our body, like cold ice baths for our muscles and rest days and yoga 100%. And amazingly, that's going to make our running game even better, right? 
So we could still optimize, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's difficult. It can be difficult and we can take care of ourselves. It can be uncomfortable and we can ask ourselves, am I using the right tools, right? Nobody said you needed to be a hero and scale down the side of a mountain with your bare hands, right? Please pack your backpack, y'all. Pack up, pack it up. Put, get your, you know, get your gear. Let's go into this with the right gear. But let's also be prepared to be uncomfortable and maybe lean into the discomfort and to pause and say, yeah, like, I'm uncomfortable right now. Like, man, this is uncomfortable. This is difficult. I am on ground that I've never been on before. Of course it's difficult. Of course, my brain wants to tell me, if it was for you, wouldn't it be easier? Wouldn't it be such a convenient story to believe? Because it would allow you to give up. And there's a big part of us that would love nothing more than to make peace with status quo and to just just go ahead and go back to comfort, right? The problem with that is that voice inside of you that knows that you're meant for more? Yeah, it's not going away. It's not, it's not going away, okay? So we have to learn to distinguish discomfort from exhaustion. Shouldn't this feel easier? No, not really. <laughs> not really. And in fact, I would offer some different questions, right? I would offer questions like, what can I do to allow myself to move through the discomfort with a bit more ease? Do I have the right support? How can I raise my hand for help? Because I don't have to do this alone. Do I have the right tools for the job? Do I need to take a break? Do I need to come, do I need to pause and come at this from a different angle? Maybe I've been hitting it from the same direction and I'm not making any headway. Instead of just the definition of an insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. Can I take a step back? Keep a cool head. Try something different, but certainly not give up, right? So yeah, that's my answer on this one. Shouldn't it feel easier? No, no, not really. In fact, if you're uncomfortable, keep going. Keep going for sure. Keep going. But ask some of these key questions to help make the journey more doable. Just because it's, you know, there's discomfort, it's uncomfortable, doesn't mean you don't have to, you, you can't enjoy it. doesn't mean you have to suffer, okay? I go to the gym and lift heavy weights and it's, there's discomfort. I read the other day on Instagram, somebody said she tries to leave a piece of her soul every time she goes to the gym, right? That to me says she's given it her all, okay? But a lot of us can honestly say that we enjoy that, okay? Discomfort, like what, here's another question is, what if you could enjoy discomfort? I'm saying that like with a big smile on my face, right? Like what if there's something enjoyable for us in the discomfort? There has to be. My husband has done two Ironman races and he continues to do triathlons and people are like, are you, what, what is wrong with you? So I have watched him on these days that he's done these races. It is grueling and there is plenty of discomfort, believe me. There's something he enjoys. There's something he keeps coming back for. It's expanding his capacity. Should it feel easy all the time? No way. No way. So yeah, next time your brain wants to freak out because you're uncomfortable and tell you, no, 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 no. If this was for me, it wouldn't feel like this. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. Thank you, brain. Thanks for protecting us. But no, the discomfort, part of it. 
It's part of it. And there are some things we can do to work with the discomfort, embrace the discomfort, allow it to be a passenger, just like fear is a passenger, doubt, questions. They're all here. We're all, you know, the gang is all here in the back of the minivan. Take them with you. Don't try to fight discomfort. Instead, embrace it and know that discomfort means you're expanding, you're evolving, you're reinventing. And it's an incredible thing. Look at you go. You won't even recognize yourself if you keep working with the discomfort. You don't allow it to win and you get in the ring with it and you dance with it and you wrestle with it and you come out on the other side and say, I'm, 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 I'm different, I'm stronger, and I'm closer to where I know I'm trying to be. That's all I have for you today, my friends. I hope this has been helpful. If you feel like it hasn't been easy, me too, me too. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep doing the difficult, the discomfort. Let's do it together. I'm wishing you the courage and the clarity to go after what you love.